I'm going to be talking about Imran Khan, who was the former prime minister of Pakistan. He was immensely popular because he was a famous. Any, any relation to Genghis Khan? Please welcome the very excellent barbarian, Mr. Genghis Khan. This is a dude who 700 years ago totally ravaged China. Genghis had a lot of kids, so maybe way, way, way back. But he was a very popular cricket player. And to take up from the Good to see Imran Khan back opening the bowling for Pakistan. Loved by the people, kind of a populist candidate. So he gets into power as prime minister and he wants to make sure the military isn't as strong and he's a critic of the corruption in Pakistan. And so eventually he falls out of power with the current level of politicians and they do a no confidence vote. So he's no longer prime minister. And so the moment he's no longer prime minister, all these lawsuits come after him saying things like, well, he didn't correctly list blah, blah, blah as a gift that was given to him. And, and so it's almost the same narrative as Trump where, you know, it's not that they didn't list the gift, is that they, there was an error in the accounting of the gift. Uh, there's even an assassination attempt on him uh, after he was gone, and so this week what happened was he was arrested. Footage of his arrest shows Khan dragged along the street by security forces and led into an armored car. Violent protests have broken out between the security forces and Khan's supporters. Authorities have restricted access to social media platforms amid the rise in violence in the country. Khan faces a number of corruption charges, which the government has said must be left to the justice system. And so he was arrested by the Pakistani government. It looks like a military coup is happening. This corruption arrest has, doesn't justify uh, arresting uh, uh, PTI leaders and workers around the country. It, it looked, makes it look more like a military coup uh, than uh, an impartial uh, application of justice. And the Pakistanis are out in the streets protesting this. Gotten pretty violent. I think 50 people have died. I... You know, when you see a lot of this footage that comes out, you don't know if it's actually current footage or people are using old footage. So they look like they're the ones doing the reporting on the ground to grow their accounts. So I've seen footage of people being shot, um, w women dragged from wheelchairs. I'm not going to show that because can't show that on YouTube, but I'll have some of the other footage playing. Well, let's not forget that Pakistan is uh, has nuclear weapons. That as well. And because Pakistani diaspora is so prevalent, you know, you have protests going on in London. Protests going on in Canada of Pakistanis in those countries demanding that those governments respond to this. And if we had leaders in Washington, maybe... Uh, this could have been prevented. If our politicians in D.C. actually were looking at the state of the world opposed to, you know, pushing ideologies and aggrandizing themselves. CRT, gender fluidity, so-called climate change. But, you know, the prime minister of England had to do a comment about it. 
The UK, of course, has a long-standing and close relationship with Pakistan, and this weekend, especially as Commonwealth partners. The arrest of the former Prime Minister is an internal matter for Pakistan. We support peaceful, democratic processes and adherence to the rule of law, and we are monitoring the situation. The United Nations did a real milly-mouth response to it, saying, please don't be violent both sides. Respect due process. The Secretary General takes note of the ongoing protests that have erupted following the arrest of former Prime Minister Imran Khan yesterday in Islamabad and calls for all parties to refrain from violence. He stresses the need to respect the right to peaceful assembly. The Secretary General urges the authorities to respect due process and the rule of law in proceedings brought against former Prime Minister Khan. It just goes to show how this could be something that could turn into a legitimate civil war in Pakistan, nuclear arms, and yet we're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that that's clearly corruption because, hey, he's a populist leader. Populist leaders are bad. We have to make sure Pakistan gets on board with, you know, being carbon neutral by 2050. So they're going to just let that fire burn until they actually have to respond to it. And then, you know, just completely ignore, you know, what could be a really nasty situation on our hands? And could that pour over into India? Could that pour over into Afghanistan? I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff. Stu, our man on the ground all over the world, you never know where he'll be tomorrow or the next day, but he's gathering information to make the world a better place. But it is interesting how the similar tactics to how Trump is being persecuted are now being copied by other nations because they see the United States do it. So then they'll throw something out like, well, you didn't account correctly, so we have to throw you in jail. Yeah, um, yeah, we should be a leader of the world, but they can see how lawless things are here. And they say, well, hell, if they can do it in the United States, they have a constitution, we can do it here. Absolutely. We human beings understand one thing, the pain of the heart is far, far, far more hurtful than physical pain.